0: This AFM Sports Rap.
1: Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. It is a Tuesday. My name is Brad Brown. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's great to have you on board. And thanks too to the MoneyWeb team. They back again on your radio tomorrow. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll chat some super rugby. Uh, We'll wrap up this past weekend's fixtures with Johan Ferreira. We'll also chat uh, a little bit of ladies golf. LeJean Luthwaite uh, joining us this evening. And then obviously the big story of the day, Durban no longer uh, the host of the 2022 Commonwealth Games. Uh, I'd love to get your feedback on that. Let me know your thoughts. You can tweet us at Radio. You can find us on Facebook as well. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Be in touch. And speaking of that, Minister of Sport and Recreation for Keelan Baluda says that decision to withdraw... Uh, is in the best interest of South Africa. Speaking at a press conference in Durban today, the minister stated that the country had initially stalled signing the host city agreement as clauses in that agreement were deemed compromising to the country. Maluda went on to say that there was an expectation that government would provide more than what the cabinet had approved and uh, would not be sustainable in current economic Times. Mbalula also stressed that the 2023 Rugby World Cup bid would not be affected. We'll hear from the minister himself a little bit later on in the show. Staying with Athletics News, SA Olympic stars Akani Sambini, Kasta Semenya, and Sunet Fulun will headline the third leg of the ASA Speed Series. That's taking place in Portostrum tomorrow night, and we'll have live action for you here on SAFM. Onto football, Mamalodi Sundowns. Coach Pizzo Mossemane says it's imperative that they pick up a win in the APSA Premiership tonight. They host Polokwane City at Loftus. The Brazilians uh, haven't lo- uh, won their last two matches. They drew against Chippa United and lost to Cape Town City in the league. African champions currently fifth on the log. They've got 33 points and just four off log leaders, Bidvest Witz, with three matches in hand. The coach says, though, that those matches are not points in the bag.
2: We have to win this game here yeah, because uh, games in hand. Are not anything, yeah? Even though other people are not really, really also not winning. I told you that you might stumble, but who's winning? Who's winning? Super Sport is not winning. Cheese didn't win. Beth didn't win. So, really, we are still okay, don't you think so?
1: The coach also says uh, that with fixtures coming thick and fast he's not too concerned about the depth in his squad but front of, of midfielder Tiani Mabunda is doubtful for tonight's clash.
2: Not many, just that uh, Mabunda is struggling with the shoulder, I can see that. So maybe we should save him for, for Kampala. But maybe we'll bring in Laki back or Tiko. We've got options. I can also play Bengali there. He always plays there. You know, Maybe that game can suit him over there. Stabilize a little bit and but we've we, we done well in our way games. We by the way we score our way goals sir. We score in like we score in Egypt, we score in in Satif, we score in Dolisi. So we do score away games. Sir. It's not uh, that uh, we can't score.
1: Kick-off in just under half an hour from now at 7. There's also two matches look forward to in the UEFA Champions League. Sevilla take a 2-1 aggregate lead to English champions Leicester City, while Juventus, uh, who are sitting pretty with a 2-0 lead, welcome Porto. In other international football news, Ghana's former Chelsea and Real Madrid midfielder Michael Essien has joined Indonesian side Bandung on a one-year deal. On to cricket now, and as the Proteus continue their preparation ahead of the second test against New Zealand at the Basin Reserve in Wellington, Proteus middle order batter Temba uh, Bavuma says they've put the disappointment of their first drawn test behind them. They're feeling confident heading into Thursday's match.
0: Yeah, we're definitely looking to, to win the game. Um, we definitely felt that we're in a strong enough position to to affect the results in our favour. Unfortunately, we um, can't control the weather and the rain and all of that. Um, I think whatever confidence that we did manage to, to get from the, the game at Dunedin will carry it over here into into Wellington and yeah make sure we hit our straps um, from ball one. Bavuma
1: who scored 64 in the first innings in Dunedin says he's feeling much better about his own game.
0: Yeah I do feel that um, rhythm is, I, I am um able to get some kind of batting rhythm. Um, quite happy that, that I did manage to score some runs. It is it has been a quite a lean lean run for me lately. Um, I mean I think whatever confidence that I got from there I'll just try to carry it on. Um, obviously one is never is never happy, he's never satisfied with getting a fifty or sixty. We do know that for the team, especially betting in the middle order, you gotta get those big um, you gotta get those big runs, you know, to put the team in a strong position.
1: It was also announced today that Dane Pitts has been added to the Proteus squad for the third test against New Zealand starting on the 25th of March as an additional spin option. On to Super Rugby now. The Bulls face the Sunwolves this weekend. And coach noticed Murray has made wholesale changes to his starting 15. The coach named different combinations in his back three, midfield, halfbacks, loose trio, lock pairing and front row. Good news though, Lutte and Jan Sertfontein do come back. Murray has more on this selection.
2: So one or two is rotational, um, then obviously guys like Adrian Stras coming back. Um, we fought good at you know, starting from the bench, giving them time to come back as well. Uh, Edgar's been playing well every time he's come on, so we decided to give him a start as well. Obviously Adrian will come in and fill out role for number two, fast so as soon as he's fit and ready. And then uh, obviously uh, we decided to give Piet van a bit of a start, um, and even also from the bench, uh, and that this, uh, that's a decision we took about two weeks ago already, so that's also a rotational thing. And also, Pete's playing, playing ball when he comes on, so uh, we gave him the knowledge. I think that the runs can come anytime, uh, every time he's come up, and he's it was very good for us. So we're going to give him the opportunity to start this weekend.
1: Some bad news for the Lions flank. Carl Brink has been ruled out of their home match against the Reds on Saturday. He's picked up a shoulder injury. Meanwhile, Jaguars fly half Nicolas Sanchez has received a one-week ban uh, for dangerous charging that uh, against the Lions this past weekend. Stormers have also been dealt a blow. Fly half Jean-Luc Duplessis ruled out for between four and six weeks. He's picked up a groin injury. And on to golf, the R&A have confirmed that Muirfield will host the, the Open in the future, that following their decision to admit women members to their club. And uh, finally in cycling news, Nairo Quintana secured the overall victory at the terreno Adriatico, uh, 25 seconds ahead of Rowan Dennis, who won the final stage. Coming up next, we'll hear more from the Minister of Sport and Recreation, and Valula.
3: SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: Well, as I mentioned at the top of the show we were reporting it yesterday that a decision was imminent about Durban not being the host of the 2022 Commonwealth Games well it was announced uh, and uh, reaction coming through throughout the day we'd love to hear from you, what are your thoughts uh, you can SMS us a new SMS number 40938 is it a good thing that we're not hosting it, is it a bad thing should we be hosting it, is it going to affect us hosting other international show pieces uh, in the years to come, I know we've got a a bid for the 2023 Rugby World Cup uh, on the table at the moment. Is it going to affect that? Uh, SMS four zero nine three eight and SMSs are charged at one rand fifty. But uh, one of uh, the SABC journalists uh, was at that press conference
3: uh, here today, and Flansack filed this report. Balula says the cabinet has approved the amount of more than four billion rands, which the federation has demanded it to be doubled to eight billion rands. Balula says the budget that CFG is demanding is too much given the country's economic status as it could be channeled to service delivery projects.
4: The government of the Republic of South Africa wishes to express its disappointment at the announcement by the Commonwealth Games Federation to withdraw the country's bid to host a successful Commonwealth Games in 2022. This despite all the efforts and the positive responses from the Commonwealth Games Evaluation Commission on the potential capacity of the whole city of Devon. South Africa successfully hosted the All-Africa Games in 1999 with a budget of 252 million rand. Utilizing the All-Africa Games as a benchmark, we can state that the 4.32 billion approved by Cabinet is more than sufficient to deliver world-class Commonwealth Games in our own projections.
3: South Africa has lost close 220 million rands in the process of preparations to host the Commonwealth Games. Balula says any loss of money is regrettable.
4: Any loss of money is regrettable. I don't take it that no. If 118 million lost in the process, it means nothing. It means a lot. It means a lot. And uh, we went out of our way to try and secure the Games, but not at all costs. I can see that from yesterday the issue has been 120 and all of that. Don't politicize this issue. Uh, If you bring politics into it because you want to have the ANC government, because of the 100, you are going to lose track of the story. You are going to lose track. You will be out of bounds. Fundamentally, look at the gist and the the honest truth.
3: Ordinary South Africans have mixed emotions on the debacle.
0: Uh, we're missing out opportunities to uh, so, to
4: know, to know to meet people and get to know them. And we're missing out on opportunities to learn about others' culture. The money that the government is going to spend on sports, they would have educated people, would improve the standard of living around communities.
0: I think that 8 billion should be given to the students.
3: Millions of rents were spent on negotiations, but government maintains... It's a minor loss compared to more billions that were expected by the federation. The money the country simply could not afford. I'm Plansan in Japan. A notice to all employers registered with a compensation fund. The 2016 return of earnings submission deadline has been extended. Submissions will now be open from 1 April 2017 until 31 May 2017. For more information, please go to your nearest labour centre... Provincial office or email CF Call Centre at labour.gov.za. The Compensation Fund, working for you.
1: Saturday nights are extreme fighting championship nights on SABC Sport. Every Saturday from 9pm you can catch all the best EFC action from the ultimate fight promotion on SABC 3. These are no ordinary fights but real confrontations where boys are separated from men. EFC Fight Nights brought to you by SABC Sport for the love of the game.
0: This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource.
1: On to some ladies' golf now here on SAFM Sports Wrap. And we chatted to her earlier on in the year in the middle of uh, the chase to the Investec Cup. And it's a great pleasure to welcome her back onto the show tonight. Uh, Lejean Luthwaites, Lejean, welcome. Thanks for, for taking the time to chat to us today.
5: So, a pleasure.
1: Thanks for having me again. Jean, I can't even remember when it was when we did chat, but it was definitely earlier this year, <laughs> and you've had a couple of uh, pretty good results. Obviously, haven't finished the top of the leaderboard uh, yet this season, but uh, as far as the season goes, are you are you pretty satisfied with the way things have progressed?
5: Yes, absolutely. I think we spoke um, in the middle of our FA Open, which was down in San Manier, about a month and a half ago, and we've we played in about four or five events since then. And yeah, I haven't haven't cracked the win yet, but I've definitely had a few top five finishes that, that ultimately um, got me into the final, of the Tracy the Cup.
1: Yeah, I mean like, looking at those results and, and just looking at the at the calendar was towards the end of Jam then if it was at the, the SA Women's Open I mean, you you talk about top five. You had a couple of top tens as well. Cape Town Ladies Open at the Dimension Data Challenge. Uh, You Mm -hmm. also uh, finished third at Sun International Challenge. And and, uh, Joburg Ladies Open, you you picked up a fourth. So some solid results there. It's just a matter of time before you you crack a win.
5: Absolutely, yes. I was was chatting to my coach about it. And uh, he says, I think once I crack the first one, I should uh, be able to continue on the streak. So, uh, yeah, I think definitely. um, It comes with a lot of experience. A lot of the girls that, that, that got wins this year have got a lot of um, overseas playing experience, playing in Europe, playing in America. Um, actually, all of the winners, uh, most of them have, have all been overseas, been playing a little bit longer than me, so I think I'm not too far behind. What
1: well, What is it that's going to tip it over? I mean, if you knew what it was, you'd probably have done it already, but uh, what yeah. w- what do you think it is? Is Is it is it a mental thing? Is it an ability thing? What do you reckon?
5: Yeah, I, th- I think it's a combination. Um, definitely experience plays a big part, as I just said. Meant here as well. Um, I find myself just lacking in maybe one of my rounds out of the three the whole the whole season and then started to come through with a little bit more consistency towards the end. Maybe that's also due to the fact that we played competitive golf um every week in our, in and out, you know, every we didn't we didn't really stop to have a break, so it was competitive golf one after the other. That I think that might have helped. But yeah, I I think it'll be yeah, a mental, a mental breakthrough for me when it does happen, so mm.
1: we'll see. I was reading a book, and it was a few years ago, and I can't for the life remember what it was now that I, now that I think of it, but it, it was funnily enough about golf and, and uh, various mm. other sports, tennis as well, where they were talking about what what separates the, the good players from the great players is them switching off between whether it be shots or rounds or tournaments. What do you yes. do to, to sort of get away and, and not that you're always thinking and stewing about golf uh, when you are on a tight schedule like this, playing week in and week out?
5: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very important to, once you finish finished a round, to um, maybe have your, your half an hour hour's practice after a round and then switch off some golf. Definitely relax. Do something other than golf, whether it's go for a, a stroll on the beach, if we've got a swimming at the beach, or read a book, watch some TV. So yeah, switching off definitely um, does play a role as well.
1: on the standards this year compared to to last year, I think you did have a better season uh, this season so far. Has it Mm -hmm. upped uh, generally? I mean, obviously, you've lifted your game, but uh, as a whole, ladies' (laughs) golf in South Africa this year compared to last year?
5: Yes, definitely. We had a lot more international players come through uh, and play the Sunshine Ladies Tour, which was fabulous. I think we had players from over 18 countries this year. I mean, that's just fabulous for our tour here, and it definitely makes it stronger. And you know, every year the girls do, they get more experienced and, and you gotta up your game as well in order to compete compete with them. So it's definitely it's been a great tour this year. Yeah. What well, what's just
1: been what's your what's been your biggest takeaway? What's the biggest thing you've learned this uh this season?
5: Um, I think the biggest thing you know, I played with a lot of I played a lot with Ashley Simon this turf. This I we got paired a few times and just watching her Kind of just get the job done in her own in her own way, you know. She doesn't say a lot on the golf course, and I really I really looked at, had a look at her and, and, and took some pointers from that. She kind of gets on with her business and she does it in such a way that it, it's just, I mean it's so good. She's won a couple of times this year, time. um, so yeah. It's, I'd like to look at the girls who are up there winning and, and try to take some some positives from them and hopefully install that in my game as well.
1: It's obviously frustrating coming as close as you have uh, again during during this uh, sort of tour, the, the Sunshine Tour. Mm-hmm. But does that fire yes. you up and make you make you want to go even even better next season? Does it? Does it? Uh, I mean, what 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 inspires you to want to do better?
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's my second year on the Sunshine Ladies Tour. A lot of the girls, this is maybe their fourth or fifth year. So I've definitely come a long way, I think, in just the space of a year. I I came out of studying um, in at the end of 2015, turned professional at the beginning of last year. So I've definitely got a long way to go in terms of my professional career, and um, I'm definitely going to stay motivated. I've got a, a, a long schedule coming up now, hopefully in Europe, where I'll gain a whole bunch more of experience. And I'll look to take that into next year's Sun and definitely aim a lot higher. <laughs>
1: It's often said yeah, that
5: it's Yeah.
1: It's often said that the the second uh, sort of to a sunshine tour or, or sort of if you're on the European tour, the second one's always harder than the first one. Did you find that, or did you find it slightly easier this this one round? Uh, sorry, can you repeat
5: that again?
1: Do, did you find it sort of easier second time round with it being your, your second oh. sun, sunshine ladies tour? Yeah, I no, wouldn't,
5: I wouldn't say easier. I just I knew what to expect. I think um, in terms of that, it did it did help. And, yeah, I, I played a lot more competitive golf leading up to the sunshine, so I think I was a lot more prepared than I was previously. So that definitely, um, that definitely showed in my results, and, yeah, we have come so far.
1: Let's talk about uh, the rest of uh, the year. I know it's only March. There's is a long way to go, but you, yes. you mentioned you've got a, a hopefully a busy schedule coming up. To so What's on the, the sort of short-term horizon for you?
5: Yeah, sure. Um so obviously I'm trying to finish now. Um it's tough uh because <laughs> I went to, to qualifying school in Europe at the end of last year and I managed to um receive my conditional playing card to play in Europe, which means I will get into certain events. There's twenty four events in the year on the ladies' European tour and with a conditional card the chance of getting into events is is very slim. <laughs> I'm hoping to get into four, but uh, alternatively, alternatively, I'm going to be playing on the Ladies European Tour Access. It's an access tour, which is a tour just below the European Tour. This should be able to um, boost me up a little bit, get my rankings a bit higher, and hopefully get onto the the European Tour with a full card for next year, Um, because I think three or four events it's going to be hard to keep my card with just two or four events mm. on the European, on the actual LEC
1: I was going to ask it. how important is it then picking up a, a top ten on the European Tour or, or, or possibly even a win? Does that put pressure on you going into those tournaments?
5: It absolutely does. Um, because I've, I've got a conditional card and I might only get into three or four events, playing really well in those events is pivotal, um, which is why I've kind of... I've now planned to turn on the to it just in case. Um, I'm on the reserve list for many of the events, So I'm going to stay positive, and I'm hoping I get a few invites. And, and yeah, there's, there's pressure, but um, I suppose that's the name of this game, right?
1: It could, there could be worse things to be doing. I mean, you're you getting to play uh, yeah, a sport absolutely. that you absolutely love around the world.
5: Good, that's it. I think um, in anyone's job, they're going to be pressurised at one stage or another, so I look forward to it.
1: Now looking at sort of goals, is it is it possible to set goals for for this? Leg? I mean, do you do you sort of go? Uh, ideally, you would like to pick up a top five or or a win, or is it a case of week in week out, just take take it as it comes and and play as, as well as you can? Yeah,
5: absolutely. It's a bit of both. Uh, I definitely have goals to to finish within the top ten, top five. I'm hoping that on the access tour that I could hopefully get a few wins. If I finish um, in the top five on the access tour this year, um, it's a total of 12 events in Europe, starting in May. If I can get into the top five, that means I'll I'll have my full card for next year. So that's a results-type goal that I have. And yes, definitely um, weekly, I I have motivational goals as well. You know, you got to stay fit, go to gym, practice, (laughs) practice all day long, and and just try to become a better player.
1: Well, best of luck, uh, Zant weight. Thank you so much for joining us uh, once again here on SAFM Sport Trap. Much appreciated. And uh, best of luck. And let's hope, well, keep fingers crossed, and let's hope you get that European tour card. Thank you very much.
5: Appreciate it.
0: You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game.
1: You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and week three of Super Rugby done and dusted. There were a few interesting results. We join now uh, by Sports General, Johan Ferreira, who kept an eye on all Super Rugby this weekend. Johan, nice to catch up once again. Welcome back onto SAFM Sports Trap.
6: Yeah, thank you, Greg. You know me well. I'm addicted
1: to rugby. Yeah, and there's, there's so much to watch. I mean, between Super Rugby and the Six Nations, see, nothing much is getting done on weekends, but we're chatting Super Rugby. And uh, let's start with the latest results. The Lions uh, headed to South America to take on the, the Jaguares, and they... They, they took a team, or they selected a team again, where they, they were trying different combinations. Alton Giantis wasn't there, their first choice fly-off. Uh, last season, we saw what happened uh, when they took a, a team that wasn't their best team to South America. It cost them uh, a home final. They went and lost again in South America.
6: Brad, I uh, <laughs> I really don't know how to answer you, because uh, lessons learned, you would think, from 2016. Uh, I guess not. I I was very surprised that uh, they chose some inexperienced players in key positions. And it did tell at the end of the day. And and look, the Aguiles, I think they are an improved side. We've we've had this chat before, me and you. And I do believe that there's a future for them in the competition. And and they are going to be tougher to beat, especially on own soil. But I do believe that the Lions make the trick again. And uh, you need to you need really, especially away, matches, you need to capitalize. You can... I'm sure there are games in this competition where you can, you can rest some of your senior campaigners, and it's going to happen with the Sharks this week. The indications are coming out of Durban that some key players will get arrested. But I do believe that when you go away to South America, that's points you need to go and work for. And the Lions, having hopefully learned that lesson, would have, would have gone there with revenge in mind. But they, again, they, they, they came up short. And it, Hopefully it won't cost them in the final analysis. And if they do fall a couple of points short, they're going to look back at South America again and circle it and say, OK, guys, no, never again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the Sharks. they they putting in a couple of solid performances so far this season. Another good win. I thought the Waratahs were going to really go hard at them. And uh, the Sharks were just too strong. Uh, I mean, the Waratahs lost their first game on tour. I thought, I thought it would be a lot closer. 37-14, the final score at Growth Point Kings Park. You can't argue with that.
6: Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm seriously impressed with the Sharks. Yep. When they played the Reds, I uh, uh, almost said Yankees, that Landy had an opportunity to win that game with a couple of minutes to go and, and his penalty effort went just wide. And you almost thought, oh, here we go again. It's going to be one of those sort of seasons of, of near misses for the Sharks and opportunities that, that went to begging. They came out and they put up a really, really good performance against the Grumbies. And coming back from Australia, you would have said, okay, first home game, they settled. The Wattons have been here for a week. They're going from Janus Kirk. Yes, they got a, a bit of a rugby lesson against the Lions. But at the end of the day, they are, um, they're going to be tougher than what we saw. I'll tell you something. Let's take that Landy out of the equation for now. I am seriously impressed with the young talent coming out of for the Sharks' ranks, specifically Kerwin Bosch. I think he's going to go far. And uh, I, I think it's exciting times for the Sharks. And they're going to look at this weekend and say, with all due respect to the Kings, but they're not the greatest team at the moment so that could be an, another bonus point win that you would circle and uh, they're going to suddenly be three out of four and having just lost to the that they, they were picked up a bonus point a losing bonus point there so, so that, that could really be serious contenders if they stay injury free and that Landy will be out for six to eight weeks. So that's big news out of
1: Jürgen. Yeah, absolutely. That is uh, the big news that he's uh, hurt his back and he's going to be out of action. He struggled with injuries. But, Johanna, b- before we get to some of the other results, I'm a bit concerned that we're picking up lots of injuries. It's not just the Sharks uh, news today as well that Carl uh, Brink is out of the Lions squad. He's gone and injured himself. Uh, Jean-Luc Duplessis out of the Stormers is, uh, are going to be out for a good few weeks as well. It's a bit of a concern. Is 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 there something we need to be doing from a conditioning perspective? Or is that just, you know, come to the territory?
6: That's a very good question. I, I look, these guys, and when I say these guys, your super rugby teams are as fit as you want, want them to be. They work with conditioning coaches and, and people around them. The structures are in place. It's a professional era, so I, I don't believe that it's something to do with a worse type of conditioning program or something that's changed within the union. I just think that the eats that they take, if you look at super rugby and you take the, the New Zealand outfit, the, the way they tackle the the brute force that they bring to a rugby game, I think it takes its toll. And if you do it year in and year out, and, and those players who play abroad and come back and play Super Rugby, you have to it's a continuous put your body on the line scenario because it's win at all costs in in most teams. So I, I think that it's just it's, it's the luck of the draw, I guess. Your body at the end of the day we're all human, and your body can also only take so much pressure. And uh, sometimes you're gonna break down or. Awkwardly in a tackle, and that might end your season. Uh, you, you spoke about John Lucic also being out for mm-hmm. six weeks. So suddenly, what, what happened last season? The fly-off problem that started in South Africa, and a lot of fly-offs being out injured early in the season, and here we go again. So it is a concern, obviously, but uh, but I don't think there's something that that that, that sort of. Sparking. I think it's just the, the luck
1: of the door Yeah, I was joking with Craig Gray on Friday night and so I was worried that the Stormers were going to call me up, and they've gone and lost another key <laughs> player in their backline. So just so they know, I'm not available, okay? Uh, but let's talk about you know, this. Let's talk about the Stormers. They're way too strong for the Kings. Forty-one ten in uh, in Port Elizabeth. Uh, no surprises there, really. No, not really. Uh, the, the
6: Stormers started slowly. I think, I think the Kings to the credit. They were in that game for, for quite a bit, but again, defence. Uh, crucial moments in the game let them down, and just on the day, the better decision making, using the opportunities came from the Stormers side, and they're looking they also looking promising. I, I would like to see how they travel, and they've got some tough matches to come. But for now, things are looking pretty solid, and I think Robbie Peck will be pleased with what the Stormers have produced in the first couple of weeks, and they now keep, they can look forward and build towards. A trip to Singapore against the Sunwolves in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, and speaking of the Sunwolves, they went down. Uh, they, they pushed the Cheetahs 38-31, but the Cheetahs, uh, oh. obviously, Curry Cup champions, and uh, they, they're on a bit of a, a decent run at the moment as well, aren't they?
6: They are, great but I, I expected more. I, I think the scoreboard should have been more in favour of the Cheetahs. They really had to work hard in that game, and Dana Benjamin saved the day with a try in the 67th minute. And to beat the sunless by seven points in Bloomfontein, I think with not you won't get too excited about that. I think there there might be more questions than answers to out of that game. And especially how you bury teams and put them away. And it was interesting to listen to Thorsten from Arstals after the, the match. And you already said we need to we need to do much better on defence. And we soft moments in our in our game pattern. And we need to eliminate those to be competitive and super rugby. and if you, you can't agree more, soft moments will cost them. And uh yeah, it's a win but but I don't think you will really jump up and down about that. You should be putting the sun away,
1: yeah absolutely,
6: and then you are on
1: just one of the other games, uh no South African team involved there, but uh the Crusaders up against the Reds, that one taking place uh in Brisbane. I thought the Reds were a pretty good value, particularly Quade Cooper. He had a, probably one of his better games, and then a bit of a meltdown in the end, and, and that ended up costing them the, the Crusaders snatching at last minute uh, to win it. The Reds will be bitterly disappointed, because first off, they played fantastically well.
6: Yeah, that's a good point. And, and you know, I was watching that game closely, and, and you look at the experienced campaigners that have moved on from the Crusaders' ranks in recent years, and the fact that you're missing like a Kieran Reid and you've got a Richie McCaw that, that's gone and, and, and Dan Carter that's moved on, etc., etc. They, they impressed me in the second half. They were they were woeful in the first mm-hmm. half. I think the Reds would have plenty their chances and, and I think they'll just back and say, how did we not put the Crusaders away? Jordan Dalpua gets the yellow card and you uh, uh, game on. Reds, Reds, should win from there. And funny, that Crusaders quality that we've been, become accustomed to in recent years or actually for many years, the second half quality that they have where they can really turn on the magic when they need to, look after the ball, and go and score. They can
5: create